It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Your host, Jeremy Shoemaker, covers all the angles from contextual advertising, affiliates, donations, subscription, direct sales, pay-per-click, and more. Net income helps you get the most revenue using various streams of income. More money, more money, more money. Now, join your host as we bring on the blade, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Net Income. I am Jeremy Shoemaker. Uh, some of you might know me around the forums and other places as Shoe Money. Um, this is my first episode of Net Income, and it's also my first time ever uh, being a the single host of a, of a radio show, so I'm a little nervous. Hopefully everything will go smooth. I'd like to thank Webmaster Radio for the opportunity, and hopefully everything works out good. This show is uh, about making money online, primarily, um, you know, mostly based on getting the most money out of your web traffic. So uh, today I uh, brought on with me Patrick Gavin, who will join us in a bit. I uh, first met Patrick at uh, the New York City Search Engine Strategies Conference. I heard him speak a few times, and I had uh, talked to him a little bit before here and there, but but never really met him face-to-face. And um, there really is no better expert on buying and selling uh, text links. And text links is a, a great form of revenue for your website. You know, there's a, there's a lot of interesting questions when you, when you bring up uh, text links. Um, you know, the aspects of selling a course, you have a website, and, you know, you don't, maybe you don't want to put up graphic banners or uh, other contextual ads or other things that get in your way, especially with blogs. So text link ads really seem to make sense with, uh, with blogs and bloggers. So, you know, basically you have a website, you sell direct text links. Um, and then there's the aspects of buying text links, which, uh, you know, you need traffic to make money. So getting links is, you know, how the search engines uh, move you up through the ranks. So I felt that Patrick was a, was a really good choice to have on the first show, and he'll, he'll join us here after the first break. So uh, really with, with uh, net income, the show is basically going to be about you, the users, and not so much about me. And, uh, you know, I'll try to use my experience from uh, making money in various different streams uh, on the net to help people. But I really hope that people call in with questions um, because I'll try to have really good, experienced guests and uh, who are very, very knowledgeable and uh, will help you make the most out of your site. So besides, if I just wanted to talk about myself, I could uh, pre-record the show and uh, just blog forever. So here we go. Let's go ahead and go to our first break. And uh, when we come back, we'll be joined with uh, Patrick Gavin, uh, the president of TextLink Ads. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. Over 4,000 clients around the world are utilizing effective content-based solutions from InfoSearch Media with the expertise of over 200 professional copywriters to work for you. Studies show that the number one factor visitors consider before making a purchase online is trust. And nothing creates more trust and loyalty than well-written, informative content. High-quality content also generates free search engine traffic. Content is definitely king. Visit InfoSearch 
SearchMedia.com today. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network. Featuring over 100 million profiles. At hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com. Represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Wallet. Get more traffic maximizing details now at friendfinder.com. Did you know about one out of five visitors are immediately bouncing off your site? Monetize this bouncing traffic with StopBounce.com. Log on to StopBounce.com today and discover how easy it is to generate revenue from this previously untapped source, all while enhancing user experience. Earn money for each visitor leaving your site now with StopBounce.com. Turn lost opportunities into found profits. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the blade, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hi, and uh, welcome back. Um, on the line with us is Patrick Gavin, um, president of, or actually the, what is your title there, Patrick? Yeah, president works. <laughs> president, president of uh, com and uh, also the co-owner of uh, performancing.com, is that correct? That is correct. That is correct. Yeah, and thanks for the opportunity, Jeremy. I'm glad to be here on the first thanks show. What's going on, Patrick? So uh, why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and uh, how you got started in uh, making money online? Yeah, sure. For sure. Yeah, and I'll just back up a little bit. Um, basically what happened in terms of getting online, it's uh, a bit of a funky story. Back in the late 90s, my dad and I had a antique brick and stone company basically where we would go around the midwest and reclaim the old brick paving and old cobblestone streets and resell the local brick dealers and so on and um you know right around that same time um i got involved putting a little website together for the site and um you know in looking for ways to promote it ran across the whole you know, what was new then, the pay-per-click market, which at that time was, you know, pre-overture as go-to and before mm -hmm. AdSense was even out. So after doing a little bit of research, figured out how to get the, um, you know, the go-to ads running and obviously then the AdSense kicked in and basically learned how to market, um, you know, what was a very localized product nationwide. So we started being able to ship brick and stone across the country direct and really had a lot of success, um, you know, just marketing a niche product with pay-per-click ads. So at that point, um, you know, it looked like there was a, a market for helping other small businesses um, get involved online because obviously it was something that was, you know, relatively new at the time. And so um, my current partner, Bill Fish, and I started the company called marketingthepast.com, which really the basic idea was to 
um, just go after similar companies like the historicalbricks.com site that we had, other companies that were marketing historically pro- historically accurate products and help them on their pay-per-click campaign. So obviously we went after a, a real small niche. And, um, you know, the funny part about that is the first sale actually came from a, you know, actually going door-to-door, if you will, visiting a, a client in person. And um, they happened to be selling antique pool tables. And so we got them on, on a pay-per-click making about, 25 bucks a month managing the campaign so that was this that was the start of it and what happened obviously is what you know what we realized was um you know once you learn the tricks of the trade in terms of managing pay-per-click you're not confined to any certain verticals so um you know we opened up the shop a little bit and um expanded changed the company name and took on all sorts of different pay-per-click clients and of course once you get into pay-per-click the next um the next step of course is people start asking about the natural rankings so after some research we started um you know offering a a standard seo offering and kind of like a like a direct placement yeah i mean basically what we did is just did a little bit of optimization you know back then of course just um you know really revolved around you know messing around with the tags a little bit getting the meta title straightened out and the keywords in their content and then, of course, the next challenge, the real trick, was building some links. So after looking around in, you know, this would have been in 2003, what we saw in the space was there were some successful sites that were out purchasing links on other, you know, you know simply really out buying links on high page rank sites. So we saw this happening in the, on an individual basis, some key players out doing this on their own. And so we thought there may be an opportunity to, you know, bring that, um, into one central marketplace. So we started going out and identifying networks that um, of high-quality sites that had great link popularity where, where clients would potentially want to purchase ad space from. And, of course, um, you know, this was something that worked very well in 2003 and um, 2004, meaning you could sell about any link to you know, to about any type of client on a high page rank site, and they would shoot right up to the top. So it was something that, um, you know, was an exciting time and an exciting time and an easy time to rank sites. And so that's kind of, uh, you know, how we got started. And we stopped doing pay-per-click and um, really in many SEO and just focused on this TechLink ads market and trying to, um, you know, bring it to a much bigger stage. Awesome. So, uh so, you know, like you say, you started uh, doing that, and then it's kind of evolved. I mean, how, how much has the text link industry, do you feel, evolved as far as the way search engines treat them? You know, I mean, I mean, at one time it was very easy to just buy a huge high PR thing. Do you feel like that's changed a lot? Yeah, it's definitely changed. And I think the biggest thing that's changed is really just the the importance of, page rank and how it should be treated. Um, you know, there was a time when buying links and the whole link market started that it was pretty easy just to, um, you know, come up with a pretty simple scale in terms of what you should pay on a pay, on a per link basis in terms of what the page rank was, and it seemed to work quite well. Um, and the biggest thing that's really changed is, you know, the page rank is something that, um, you know, really isn't the place to start. Obviously, it's still a good general indicator, but... Um, you know what we've seen is that the the type of sites, the high page rank sites that sell links, are usually 
you know, obviously the most prominent sites out there, and they're the ones that are the highest on potentially on the search engine's radar, and so they're going to be the ones that, um, you know, most have the best chance of not working. So it kind of works um, counterintuitive of what you would think. So, you know, really the best recommendation is to find sites that, you know, you truly would want to get a link from that would be sending you targeted traffic. So if you start on the traffic and theme basis first, it's kind of where the you know, where the most relevant links are going to come from, the links that could send you a little bit of traffic, but also seem to be the links that are actually working best within the search engines. Um, And, you know, many times those are going to be links that, you know, are not going to be your page rank seven, eight, nine links, of course. And that, to me, is really the way, um, from a buyer's perspective, where you should be. Because, number one, they have, you know, if you start with the relevance, it gives you the possibility of traffic. But, number two, it also gives you, um, the chance of getting some links that are a little lower on the radar and have the best chance of actually passing on some link reputation. So have you guys kind of refocused then off of, uh, well, not that you were ever purely on PR, but have you kind of lessened the, the value of PR and more to uh, the uh, niche areas, kind of keeping them targeted? Sending yeah, targeted definitely. Traffic? Definitely, yeah. and I think the, the toughest thing was, um, you know, it just took time to get there to get a system that could handle it. The easiest way for us to go about building our network when we first got started was to go out and identify large, prominent networks of sites that were willing to do a network deal. So that way we could bring in a large number of sites with one point of contact, um, you know, go after one network that had 100 quality sites versus working with 100 individuals that each had a quality site in their pocket. So, um, you know, it made sense for us to go about things that way. Um, but how things changed is it took us, you know, over a full year to actually develop a system that can handle the individual webmaster without having, you know, 500 employees running around. So what we did was, um, you know, working with Barry Schwartz's company, Rusty Brick, on the web development, we built a system that, um, you know, with some distinct differences, some similarities to in AdSense or any other, you know, an AdBrite, an AdSense, another ad platform out there where an individual webmaster could come in, tweak the code to make it look, the ads look how they wanted them to look, and then the ad wizard would output some code to input into your site. So it just, um, because of the differences of serving a static HTML link versus um, a JavaScript solution, there was a lot of tricks um, that we had to learn to make that work for the individual webmaster without, um, you know, asking for them to be expert coders to get it done. Hey, I, was, uh, I was really hoping to take a, uh, some questions from the chat room, but there's a, a little commotion there. A little, some people are really excited about the, uh, the new show, so uh, pretty much. Um, but, but uh, you know, just kind of keeping on, on topic of uh, making money from text links, you, your company actually purchases uh, link space, if you will, on uh, anything, uh, blogs, um, and various sites, correct? Yeah, well, kind of how it works, Jeremy, is it, it's um, just a little variation of that. What happens is you as a blog owner, a site owner, come, come into our site, take a look, you know, and what happens is you submit your site. If it's approved into our marketplace, then you're instructed to insert the ad script. And what happens then is by inserting the ad script, correctly, then you're included in our marketplace. And let's say you have a blog and um, the market price is $50 per link and you decide that you'll sell a a maximum of 10 links on your site. What happens is your listing appears, 
Um, obviously, we do a lot of advertising and drive a lot of traffic to our site who then browse through our marketplace looking for relevant spots to buy ads. If they purchase an ad off their site, um, you can, in our system, elect to editorial review all ads before they're published on your site. So what happens then is an ad's purchased, you're notified, you can accept or decline it. If you accept it, the ad server automatically posts it onto your site. And then what happens on the revenue side is we work on a 50% rev share. So a $50 retail link, you would see $25 back. We pay the first of the month, you know, PayPal or check. And, um, you know, it's something that's been working well. What we found, especially with the blogs, is that, um, you know, it's been a, you know, what they like about it is it's supplemental income. People, you know, many times are running other ad systems along with it. And also they enjoy, you know, getting a flat rate per month. So if they sell, you know, 10 links, you know, on, on the scenario I described, they can make, you know, a flat 250 per month, and it's not going to fluctuate all over the board. It's something that if we can keep those spots filled, they can rely on on a month-to-month basis versus some of the ad system, other ad systems that would be based on a CPM or a CPC. All of our ads are on a flat rate per month. So that was, a, that was another question that somebody had posed in the, in the chat room earlier was, uh, what kind of editorial control uh, you give your uh, publishers, that is, people that own the websites, so that they, uh, you know, for those that are worried about displaying uh, links to supposed bad neighborhoods or something like that, but you do offer uh, something like that. Yeah, we do, and it was something, um, you know, we didn't have three months ago, but once we opened up the system, we found out that that was something the publishers wanted, so we added it back in. So basically you have two different editorial options. You can allow our staff to approve the ads, which obviously we're not going to post anything that's, you know, gambling adults pharmacy onto your, you know, sports blog, but you can also just choose the other option, which gives you full control over what's going to be posted on your site, which has been something that's been um, very popular with the publishers. We actually, we actually just had a question by uh, Joanne in the chat room that said, so how is uh, it different from AdBright? And then somebody answered, Joanne, uh, TextLink Ads has a CEO that makes money. So I thought that was, <laughs> but, but I'm sure you probably get that. Well, I, I, ha- I haven't got that, but um, that's, that's kind of funny. I mean, no, people I, don't understand the, the JavaScript. And yeah, the exactly. Yeah. Um, basically, AdBright, AdSense, um, you know, you name it, the ad systems, they're built on a, a JavaScript. So, you know, it's simply dropping in the JavaScript and, um, you know, you're off and running. What's unique with our links is that, um, they're designed to be static HTML links. And the reason why goes back to kind of the dual benefit that we're trying to push, which is obviously any traffic you get from the clicks, but also the static HTML links would be like a standard link that you would drop into your post or into your content, you know, designed or, you know, something that would actually be picked up by the search engine. So because our advertisers are looking for that dual benefit of traffic and also a link popularity boost. That's why they're served as a static HTML link. And that's, that brings up another point. Um, you know, the trick of it, you know, there are some extra steps when setting up our ad script. It's not as simple as a JavaScript. And because of that, it's not compatible with every, um, every operating, you know, every piece of software out there. For example, you know, on the blog end of things, um, you know, our script will work with right. movable so type. Is it, is it a- is it like PHP based or? Yeah, I mean we have PHP. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's an XML feed, but it's um, you know because it, it you required to have server side processing things right. like 
TypePad won't work. Things like Blogger, if you're not hosting your own Blogger, it won't work. So but anybody, anybody that can do WordPress, Movable Type, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Because they can, they're already able to execute server side and, and whatnot. Exactly. So um, let's see. Another good question we had was uh, how, Patrick, how do you feel about the uh, the no follow tag, and do you do you feel it will affect uh, text link sales? Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, the difference with our links is they're not going to come with the nofollow tag. Um, in my personal opinion on it, you know, I I understand its um, its use and why it's out there. And and um, you know, if somebody wants to to use it on their site, that's um, you know that's their thing. Obviously, on my end, we're pushing a product and trying to be a facilitator of a marketplace that is for links that are not going to have the nofollow on it. And, you know, really what's going on out there is, you know, if you look around with many sites, um, there are a lot of sites selling links, and obviously the vast majority of them, you know, the TechLink Ads marketplace has nothing to do with. What we're trying to do with TechLink Ads is just bring, um, you know, a little more order and stability to it so you can come to one place and buy across a number of relevant sites, you know, these type of static links without the nofollow. So, um, you know, it's been something that, um, you know, is obviously a heated debate on both sides of that one. And uh, another question from uh, Planet Andrea says, uh, Patrick, do you feel that Google penalizes sites that sell text links? What is your opinion on this? And I know I've heard you address this, at, I think, every time I've heard you speak. Yeah, I mean, basically... I haven't seen any firsthand, you know, meaning there's, I do think that there's a filter placed on sites um, that are known link selling sites that are, you know, potentially selling links to unrelated sites is basically what happens. So what I mean by a filter is, you know, what seems to happen is if you have a prominent site that's selling links to casino and pharmacy or just you know, blatantly selling links not for traffic but for link popularity only, it seems possible that it, it, specifically Google can put a filter on top of that site, and what happens then is that site or that box of links, that area of the site is no longer able to pass on link reputation, so there's no link popularity being passed along with it. But what I haven't seen any evidence of is those same sites dropping off the map um, for their own ranking. So it's kind of a thing where, from a site owner, obviously the most important thing is to keep your rankings and not, you know, end up with the PR zero and off the map. But um, I think many site owners aren't as concerned, um, you know, if their link links aren't passing, if you will. So some of these questions overlap a little bit, but I think they're still kind of uh, good questions that you hear uh, quite a quite a bit. Um, the uh, sales says. Do sites have to meet certain requirements or metrics to use your service? Obviously, there's the server-side stuff that you mentioned, but uh, what, what other kind of basic requirements do you, do you have? Yeah, the other, the other two big ones is really it's just a, you know, a formula we have in-house. It's automated, so it's not perfect, and that's why we always say if you think your site should have got in and it didn't shoot us a line. But what happens is, is it bases it off of traffic, which we get from Alexa Rank, which obviously isn't perfect. But with Alexa Rank, you can at least get an idea if a site's getting some traffic or no traffic at all or virtually no traffic. So traffic is one piece and link popularity is the other. So it's kind of a, a sliding scale that takes the two into effect. I got you. And, okay. and one thing about it is, you know, we, we do reject a very high... N- 
percentage of sites. It's right around 70% of sites that get submitted. And basically, it's, it's twofold, re- twofold reason on that. I mean, if other systems out there will accept, obviously, any site um, at any time and have you put their ad script on it and see what it does. But what we found is that we have a pretty good feel for what sites are actually going to sell ads or have a good chance at selling ads. So we don't accept mm-hmm. sites um, you know, that we think are going to have to go through the trouble of installing our ad script, um, you know, just to sit around in our marketplace and never sell anything. So we try to do a pretty good job of just accepting sites that we feel have a pretty good chance of actually making money with our program. Okay. So um, one thing that was brought up by a user was uh, Alexa ranking. Do you guys use Alexa? I mean, how, how much do you weigh Alexa rankings into your uh, kind of algorithm to, to uh, score a site? Yeah, it's about half of it. It's about half of it. And like I said, it does slide, the scale does, meaning if you have a real low Alexa, you don't need as high of link popularity. If you have really high, um, you know, really high link popularity, you don't need as low of an Alexa, you know, Alexa being right. the scale that number one is the highest traffic site and so on. Yeah, and and, uh, and w- I think the point that uh, I was trying to make was uh, that a lot of people game Alexa, and I, and I think that it can be gamed, but I think for the most part you can look and kind of get a good idea, you know, and see the traffic trends and, and stuff like that. So while I believe it can be a little shady, you know, I think that for the most part Alexa does a pretty good job of uh you know, keeping keeping it uh, true. Yeah, and it's not something, again, it's not the final pricing criteria. It really just puts you into a pricing bracket. And obviously, if it's a site that has gamed Alexa and is in the marketplace and people are buying ads off of it and not seeing um, the kind of traffic results they were looking for, they're probably not going to renew and it's probably not going to perform well. So, I mean, there's basically, you know, the market kind of takes care of itself. But I can tell you that we haven't seen... Uh, Rampant abuse of um, the Alexa data. Got you. So uh, Search Purple asks, um, how can you maximize the price of text links ads you sell on your site? Yeah, basically the best way to do it, of course, is just to, to – well, I'm going to back up a little bit. I mean, obviously building more traffic and links to your site – is the best way to get a, the best starting price. But what we've seen is the best way to really monetize if you have a, a high-quality site is to break it up into sections. So the two different options when you come into the program is to sell a, a site-wide link, which you know, would be something you would put um, you know, usually in your nav, you know, left or right bars, and it's going to go on every page of your site, those same set of six or eight ads. Um, you know, but if you have a site that has many, many popular sections or popular pages um, and then break it up so you take the home page only and install one XML feed on the home page, and that would be one listing. And then if you have your, um, you know, whatever the page is, your, a certain section, if it's a blog and you have your top stories page, then you would submit your top stories page and get that approved and and install a second XML feed on that page. So basically, it's breaking down your site. You have a, if you have the right type of, of site or blog that has many popular sections, um, that can be a good way to do it. Also, um, you know, obviously, you have the option of selling as few links or as many links as you want. What we do is you know, let you choose either four, six, eight, or ten. Um, and obviously, if you sell ten links, you're going to have, um, in general, a better chance of, of making more. If you sell less links, you can price them a little higher. But in general, the clients that are the publishers that are selling ten links are going to make more in the long run than the smaller um, link bundle. 
So, uh, Joanne asks another good question. Uh, he says, are there any plans to use social bookmarking in the future for pricing? Like, uh, I guess, try to, I guess he means, uh, you know, like uh, kind of looking at, you know, like delicious or things like that to see other things than Alexa, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we don't, I mean, basically, it is turning into, on the social bookmarking, we know definitely nothing in the pipeline, and we've looked at some different things like, you know, other, you know, tech, be it Technorati links, be it um, feed burner or blog line subscriptions, but it's just not quite, um, you know, we're trying to keep the system pretty simple, and obviously some of those metrics don't quite, uh, what seems to be most important on the advertiser side is, you know, the link popularity and the traffic of the site. So at this time, it's kind of, until there's something better out there, sticking with those main two, I guess, is the best way to put it. Okay, Patrick. So uh, at this point, we're going to go ahead and take a break. Um, I'm going to give out the phone number. Uh, it's 866-345-6631. That's uh, 866-345-6631. So call in uh, with your questions, and uh, we'll talk to you after the break. Stick around. Net income on webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short break. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, textlinkads.com. Google AdSense, how do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads, and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. And now, WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents Inspirational Moments by David Mayer. Some things in life are never wrong, and some things in life are always wrong. But there's a very fine line between what is really wrong and what is truly wrong. But in life, everything's wrong. <laughs> Tune in for more inspirational moments with David Naylor and Mikkel DeMip every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Strike Point. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. WebmasterRadio.fm. Inspirations and answers all the time. 
Did you know about one out of five visitors are immediately bouncing off your site? Now, monetize this bouncing traffic with StopBounce.com. Log on to StopBounce.com today and discover how easy it is to generate revenue from this previously untapped source, all while enhancing user experience. Earn money for each visitor leaving your site now with StopBounce.com. Turn lost opportunities into found profits. You wouldn't just tell your web hosting company to just give you the next available random domain name, so don't do that with your phone number. A toll-free number that matches your company name or service can be invaluable and give you an instant nationwide brand name. Try the free vanity number search engine at tollfreenumbers.com. But don't wait, because 1-800-YOUR-NAME may never be available again. Tollfreenumbers.com. It's no secret. Linking with relevant sites is a dynamic way to enhance site traffic. Avoid using unethical practices to promote your website. Obtain quality, relevant links with linksmanager.com. Since 1999, linksmanager.com has been the leading choice for managing link campaigns by thousands of websites. Editor-based link management software makes relevant link exchange ethical, fast, and easy. No software to install. Free unlimited support. Try linksmanager.com free for 30 days. Accept no limitations. It's time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the blade, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, and welcome back to Net Income. Uh, with me is Patrick Gavin still. And, uh, Patrick, we've got a few more questions here. Um, I, I don't know if we have somebody on the line. Steve, welcome to uh, Net Income. Thank you. Did you have a question? Yeah. Um, hello, Patrick. This is Steve um, in San Diego. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing great, Patrick. Um, I think you'll, you'll know who I am when I ask the question. Oh, good. Um, I was having some <laughs> problems in... Um, and getting some um, some error messages, uh, consistent error messages from from TextLink ads. I uh, eventually was helped by uh, your tech support to fix that up, and also I've, I've also installed your new scripts, which seem to work pretty well now. Gotcha. And so, so my it's... question is, okay, will you, uh, you you mentioned earlier in the program that the um, the programming or developing of your system was, was done by Rusty Brick? Correct. So I was curious. Uh, you, that's two separate companies. I was wondering if uh, if there was a merger in the works between between them, so that uh, the tech support would be in house. Oh, gotcha. Um, no, there's not. I mean, that's an easy one. <laughs> Perry runs his own shop. They do a great job. Basically, um, you know, they had some real talented developers that we, um, you know, worked as a team to put the whole system together, and we do handle. Most of the tech support here in-house, but, um, you know, to be honest, there's some issues like the one you experienced that were straight over our head. We had some server blowout issues that are past us now. But, um, you know, in short, um, you know, they've done an outstanding job, and they handle some of the real high-end stuff that's straight over our heads. But, um, you know, they're more a um, long-term partner but not a, um, you know, direct um, – What's the word I'm looking for? No merging. <laughs> okay, Steve, well, thanks for your call. Um, okay. Yeah, wow. Uh, that's probably the first time you ever got that question, I assume. That um, was the first. That was a good uh, one, though. Rusty, Rusty Brick does have some really really good talent on his staff. There's, uh, there's a few more uh, questions. Um, 
One, you know, kind of relating to your business, a few other people have questions. Uh, one says, uh, how well are you doing? Are you privately held? Yeah, we are. Um, we're just, um, you know, I was, I was telling Jeremy earlier today, um, we're out of Cincinnati, Ohio. We're actually um, a pretty small shop. We have eight full-time employees, and um, we do outsource some work, like the web, you know, some of the, the actual development behind it, but we are privately held, um, you know, a non-funded, profitable from day one company. So, um, yeah, and that's kind of where we like to be. And, um, you know, really we're focused on the technology side, meaning we're trying to automate as many processes as possible, um, you know, and cut down as many hands-on things as possible. And it's something that we've done a pretty good job of, and we think we've built, um, you know, a system that's pretty scalable and can handle a large number of both publishers and advertisers without, um, you know, too many actual people on the back end of it. Yeah, there are people that are asking about how much revenue and stuff like that, and I don't know if you've disclosed any figures like that. But uh, Yeah, we don't. <laughs> Sorry on that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll just ask. Don't know if you don't ask. Okay, I believe we have Jason on the line. Uh, hey, Shu. Hey, Jason, welcome to Net Income with uh, um, Shu Money and Patrick Gavin. Yeah, great. Uh, I got uh, two questions for you. One is, uh, if you were starting out, knowing what you know now, this is for Yushu, um, about SEO and web development, how would you divide your time between links, developing content, and SEO? Um, it, you know, most of us are one-man shops developing monetized sites, and a lot of still have day jobs and so forth. And you know, where where would you focus all your efforts? Um, the first would be, you know, you got to build the site, um, and you got to you got to use just fundamental SEO. And um, boy, I would try to find some sort of niche. Um, you know, there's so many good ones out there right now. Um, it doesn't matter if it's a, I mean, I'm just going to rattle off some, you know, ringtones, of course, is, is, a, is a really good one. I know uh, you like Keith whitening, LASIK surgery, you know, you name it. There's money to be made in all those categories. And uh, if you, you know, you just make kind of an informational site. Um, and then to go about link building, you know, you submit it to all the directories, the DMOs, um, you know, just everyone, and then just let it, organically build over time. And, and during that time, you can experiment with uh, the PPC engines. And um, that's basically, it's, that's a really good question you asked me because it's something that I kind of ask of myself every day because it's something I need to do to stay motivated. And uh, right. it's basically like I pretend every day that uh, what I have isn't existing. I try to find something new every day. And so I feel that if you can do that every day and launch a new campaign every day, and uh, basically just keep planting seeds and then just keep going over those seeds and cultivating them, um, it really will pay off. Patrick, what do you think? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think ex exactly what, what you said, and I think what's real important is really drilling in on the niche, like you said. I mean, yours, Jeremy, of course, is one of great success with ringtones, and that's something that, um, you know, you don't want to steer too many people toward because it's just so darn tough to go after those big terms these days if you haven't been around for a while. So I think drilling down... Um, to really small niches. And I think one thing that comes up always, you know, on the links, I mean, I remember when I first started going to the, you know, conferences, people would always, you know, on the link building say, you know, come up with a, a neat tool and do a, you know, so people will link back to your tool or will download it and or put it on their site and use the powered by thing. You know, and basically, you know, one of the examples was always that market leap link popularity tool. And so, you know, you sat there in the crowd and you were like, well, it seems like they've all been done, <laughs> you know, so it's, it's always yeah. a, a tough one for building links. And it, and it literally took me, 
you know, I don't even know, four years to, you know, work over here on this end, and we launched something, you know, a couple of weeks ago with Andy Hagen's help and the rest of the developers, you know, just a little simple link calculator and end up, you know, just taking off in terms of getting natural links and traffic back to our site. So I think there are still ideas out there like that. And, you know, obviously the, the trick is what are those ideas? And it's really something where if you can get, um, you know, a little team together of, of, of really top-notch people to build a tool, you know, something that you came up with in your niche, it's, a, it's another way you can build links without, you know, spending a fortune or without, um, you know, waiting to rank three years from now. You know, I really think what you hit on there with the viral link building, and, and uh, you just got to find, and it's, and it's not easy to do because, believe me, I've been, I found a couple of them in here. So it's, I think that it's very, very hard to, but, um, you know, if you can find uh, a service that, that people are looking for and just, you know, you know, and just develop that service for people, and um, you know, it'll be it'll build links and it'll build viral stuff. And, and just, I mean, it sounds weird, but try not to. I mean, if you're trying to build something that's going to last the, or stand the test of time, try not to build it for search engines. Try to build it, um, you know, for people and and where you get viral word of mouth advertising and not so much search engines. Because at the end, the search engines don't love you, um, you know. But the, but they will be come and go. So, all right. We actually dropped um, him, and we have uh, Greg Bolzer on the line now. Okay, great. Greg. Hey, Greg. How you doing? Hey, Patrick. I just wanted to call and heckle. That's just what we need. That's just what we need. Bring it on, bro. Todd and I are getting a little stressed here because we're watching how full the chat room is, and we're going to be real disappointed when everybody leaves for our show. So we're we're already lobbying to move you to a different time slot. Yeah. You know, you, you guys make this look really easy watching the chat room and talking to people. It's not so easy. It's It's actually a learned skill. You get, over the, you get over the thing where you, you pause because you're trying to read and then trying to type and mm-hmm. trying to talk at the same time. I, I, this is my first time, Greg, so I tried the uh, chat room on the uh, commercial breaks only. I may uh, graduate up to your level in a few weeks, maybe. Yeah, it's tough because then there's the whole delay thing, too, that gets it all messed up. Yeah, it looks anyway, like a... you're actually working on a, a, working on a new link by to send to Patrick right now, so I think that I awesome. and say hi. Congratulations on the show. And well, thank you. Great to have you on the network, and you attract a lot of strange people. <laughs> Thanks. You know I do, and uh, boy, I have yeah. There's there's a lot of excitement in the chat room, so I mean I uh, see we'll, more people. We'll see, but I'm really really honored to uh, I have since I've been on the network. To have a show on here, so, so I can't wait. Are you guys doing a live show tonight? We are. I don't know what about, but okay. We're All right. Well, I'll right be now. listening. I, so I probably should go get ready for that. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Greg. But anyway, thanks. Uh, yeah, congratulations, you guys. Hey, thanks, right. Greg. Hey, I'll talk to you guys thanks. later. You got it. All right, Greg and his famous headset. All right, so um, some people were asking about that, the coupons, that, and I wasn't sure what you, how you were going to yeah. deliver those back out. Okay, we talked about we were going to do four separate ones, but then we talked about we were going to do one of the same. Um, what, how, did, uh, how did you want to distribute those? Um, we can do four different. We can do four different codes. Just use one. You can just because um, I can do them in two seconds. So you can just add one, two, three, and four at the end of it. Let's uh, let's do this. Let's just go ahead and take a commercial break, and when we come back, we'll we'll uh, spit them out in the chat room. Stick around. Net income on WebmasterRadio.fm. We'll be back after this short break.
Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. For the last decade, millions of visitors seeking top ranking have visited their site. When it comes to the internet marketing expertise, one name clearly stands above the rest. Bruce Clay Incorporated. With a flexible, time-tested, and spam-free process to SEO and PPC, Bruce Clay has become the number one choice for companies of all kinds seeking to improve their search engine ranking, utilize their latest tools, training, consulting, and services. Let Bruce Clay create a tailored solution to meet your internet marketing needs today. Bruce Clay Incorporated. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. You wouldn't just tell your web hosting company to just give you the next available random domain name, so don't do that with your phone number. A toll-free number that matches your company name or service can be invaluable and give you an instant nationwide brand name. Try the free vanity number search engine at tollfreenumbers.com. But don't wait, because 1-800-YOUR-NAME may never be available again. Tollfreenumbers.com. Time to turn your site into a money-making machine with net income on webmasterradio.fm. Now, join your host as we bring on the bling, Jeremy Shoemaker. Hey, and welcome back to Net Income uh, with Shoe Money and Patrick Gavin. On the line, we have Sarah. Is that correct? Hi, guys. Yep. Hi, Sarah. What was your question? All right. This is for both of you guys. Um, I was just wondering... Can it go against you sometimes if you buy too many ads at once? You know, if you kind of go overboard at first, does that you know penalize you? So you're yeah, saying I, like uh, acquiring links too rapidly. Yeah. Um, Maybe on a new site. I, I, I mean, my personal opinion is yes, it can do some damage if you um, you know add too many links at too rapid, you know, uh, too fast, basically. So, I mean, what we always recommend is, you know, really to start conservative, you know, just with a couple links. I mean, it, it, and it has, it depends on what type of site you're talking about. If you have a brand-new site that you purchased yesterday, um, a brand-new domain, you don't want to build, you know, 25 paid links to it the next day. You want to just start off, you know, probably just submitting to some directories and getting the thing indexed and, you know, slow and steady. If you have a site that's been around for years that has um, hundreds or thousands of links already, you can do um, a little bit more, a little quicker without worrying about tripping any sort of filter of unnatural link growth. So it kind of depends. Um, but in general, you always want to start conservative and make sure that you're seeing some results and some traction with it before you go overboard. So okay, uh, I, would, I would say that I definitely agree with that. And, um, you know, it you really, really want to be careful when, uh, when link building, especially with a, a brand new site or domain um, that, that really has no links, you know, right away. So, um, you know, and uh, now, Patrick, I guess we want to 
go ahead and uh, dump those codes in the chat room if you if you would do the honors. Yeah, sure. And basically, what we have is four. And I don't know how we're going <laughs> to. If it's first come, first serve, Jeremy, or how you're doing it. But basically, um, how the code works is at checkout. There's a promotional field, and you can just enter this code in. There's um, four unique codes. They can only each be used by one user, and each one of them will give you a flat $250 off. Um, you know, so if you want to give a trial and buy $250 worth of links, um, you know, put that many links into your checkout and enter the code in. It'll drop the total to zero, um, and those links will run for a month, and at that time you can decide whether to, you know, renew them, cancel them, see how they did. Um, so that's how it's going to work. Do you want me just to rattle off what those codes yeah, are? Yeah, sure. Just, let's just uh, let's rattle them off and uh, just first come, first serve. We'll have people, people can run over and uh, set your servers on fire. Yeah, all right. Okay, so it's just going to be all one word, net revenue one, so just N-E-T-R-E-V-E-N-U-E, one, just all one word, and that's just the numeral one. So net revenue one, net revenue two, net revenue three, and net revenue four. So I think we kept right. it pretty simple. Awesome. So, Patrick, I want to uh, to really thank you a lot for coming on my first show. We, I, I think I had a little rough start, but uh, got in a groove there, and um, this is my first show. And like you say, I think it was your first time being on radio as well. Yeah, it was. Well, it's first time on Webmaster Radio. How's that? Okay. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, th thanks for letting me uh, be on this first. Had a good time, Jeremy. You did a great job. All right, everybody, and thank you for listening. Thanks for the great questions. Thanks to Sarah, Jason, Steve, and the Web Gorilla for calling in. And uh, this is Shoe Money, and I am out.